Long ago, the television actor was on your TV show. The podcaster was discussing the TV show on their podcast. And And never never the the twain twain shall meet. But those days are long dead. In the age of the TV Rewatch podcast, actors have invaded the podcast scene and stolen the hard-earned downloads from regular working Joes and Jims and Jacobs. And with nowhere else to turn, no other respite or avenue, there was only one direction to go, one unexplored land. Shows What You Know, the podcast about television, is dead. And from its ashes rises... The podcast about the podcasts about television. Welcome to a new era. Welcome to a new land. Welcome to... 9021 OMG. 90210, it's been 30 years since we walked the halls of West Beverly High. Since we all hung out at the Peach Pit. Since Brandon and Kelly had their first kiss, since we shouted Donna Martin graduates, Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling are here for it all. Join them as they rewatch every episode from the very, very beginning. Discover all the behind the scenes juicy details you dreamed about for 30 years. Super fan and radio host Sasani sits in to guide them through it all. Listen each week and relive it, relive it all with your favorite 90210 BFFs. Reminisce. Reflect, rewatch, 90210-OMG. OMG, Jim. Yeah. I can't believe we're finally here to talk about uh, both of our favorite television show, Beverly yes. Hills 90210. <clears throat> um, I didn't know what the show was. I think I had it confused with Hawaii Five O and thought yeah. it was like a cop thing. But this is a teen drama. For those who haven't seen this iconic television show, like myself, it's uh, it's like a John Hughes film made into TV, as they say on the episode that we're reviewing this week, which is specifically the episode on, oh shit, what's it, the 21st episode of season yeah, one? Yeah, season one. It's like the penultimate episode of season one, uh, the spring, flank, spring dance. Spring dance. Uh, and, yeah, the spring yeah. dance, not the spring fling. That'd be too creative. Um, uh, <laughs> and it's uh, this one is directed by the creator of the show uh, who appears on this episode, which is part of why we grabbed it. If you were looking for it, if you're listen, if if you're one of these imaginary people I have in <laughs> my head who goes and listens to the episodes that we're reviewing, uh, yeah. and I'm I realize I'm talking to myself here, but if you're one of these people, uh, you won't find it by searching for the name of the episode uh, on their feed because what did they name it, Jim? Uh, they named it something Star because Lucky yeah, like Star. Some, That's right, Lucky Star because Darren stars on it. <laughs> but still, it's like they make it very. I mean, this is one of the early criticisms already. They, uh, I understand you don't always want to have a long episode title and like you're trying to get across your own podcast, but also, I don't know, maybe at least in the description, something about the episode you're discussing, but it's very hard to even find out what episode they're discussing based off their podcast. Cause sometimes they have just interviews, sometimes they're doing episodes. So it's, you know, it's a mess. 
I, I have to retract my criticism because back in season one, they were at least putting the name in parentheses. So it'd be yes. Lucky Star parentheses, season one, episode 21, the name of the episode, you know, um, which makes sense. But I don't understand why they would have dropped that over time. Um, they've done a 150 episodes thereabouts. Um, so this is one of the earlier ones, in a sense. Uh, I'm calling 2020 early now. 2019 is kind of the genesis um, or the, the very starting shot where we had office ladies. Uh, in the beginning, there was office ladies, as our Bible shall read. Um, and then the year after 2020, this is kind of late 2020. But yeah, they've been churning these out uh, ever since. Uh, impressive work ethic. The episodes seem to vary quite a bit in length. But yeah, my only main criticism or main, my, my sorry my first criticism like mm -hmm. you were saying is about yeah. the episode naming structure because especially if i haven't seen the show and i want to follow along uh then it would be very handy to know what episode maybe in the description or the name or something like that i'm sure they say it and they are going through chronologically um i have to say this show with like 10 seasons seems like perfect for that's what doing i was gonna this say type of podcast well there's a few things because yes you're you're an international boy so Anyone here in the States, I feel like they have to be like, you've never heard of 90210? Like, I've heard of it, shit, but I, it's, it's a cop show, right? <laughs> yeah. This shit is fucking epic. Um, you know, and, and it's, it is kind of perfect. Like, looking at it, they have 293 episodes and 11 specials. And it aired from October 1990 to May 2000. So it really, like, fully encapsulates the 90s. And that's not even counting, like, with their podcast. Yeah, they could do the spinoff. They could do the reboot. They could do the reboot of the spinoff. Um, because Jenny Garth, they do mention on this episode, she was on the reboot, even though the creator had nothing to do with it. Um, now, I mean, I and I guess I'd never really thought about it, but it is kind of the first, at least here, primetime teen drama. Uh, yeah. I mean, you had the likes of, like, thinking of internationally. I mean, Degrassi's a big one, although I don't know if that was at prime time. And, of course, I mean, here in the States, we have Saved by the Bell, but that was, again, like a weekend uh, afternoon show. Um, and that would have been a laugh track show, right? Saved yeah. by the Bell has a laugh track. Like, it's yes. tech, it's a sitcom, uh, first and foremost. And I'm obviously, the two can mix, and lots of sitcoms have excellent drama. But this is a drama show. This is a teen drama show. And like, I, I would be interested in just discussing this show, but I'm going to try yeah. to restrain myself. But I think you're right, because it's such an expansive universe that they're not going to run into the problem that we had with The Sopranos. They're not going to run into a, the problem a lot of people are going to run into a lot of the shows we've been reviewing, because there is endless depth uh, for them to plumb here. Although I suppose the fact that they're in season four already, and it's, own, quote, only been three years. No, that makes sense, doesn't it? Um, but they're doing interviews and things like that in between as well, like yeah. we said. So there is really, they could talk about this endlessly as long as there are people interested in hearing them talk about it, um, yeah. which I, I assume there are, because as you said, it was fucking massive. Um, it's just, you know, yeah, getting into like the, yeah, the pop culture side of the show is such a huge thing. And I was even like too young when this premiered, I was too young, but I remember it because my mother used to watch it. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, like even pick, picking this episode, I mainly picked it because of the creators on it. And I uh, wrongly thought that maybe we'd get some insight because of that. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, like there was there's other classic episodes to pick. Like there's the nerd guy that shoots himself by accident. 
Um, there's the stalker girlfriend that Brandon has at one point. There's Brandon's crazy um, gambling addiction that he falls into. There's Luke uh, Dylan's dad gets killed in a car bomb. So many come... spoilers, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this show went there, bro. Well, and even the way they talked about it, like I remember because he mentioned how like they did their first season and then they just came back in the summer. Because I do remember this was a show like they, they were like, oh, shit. Like we're not just, you know, finishing in May and then picking up on the school year. We're checking in with your faves during the summer. They're working at a summer beach house. And, you know, uh, this, all these uh, different relationships are still happening. I mean, the big thing that becomes a thing later on, of course, is Dylan and Brenda and Kelly have the ultimate love triangle. Um, Shannon Doherty ends up leaving the show at a certain point. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, who has the, the love triangle? Bre- you know, Brenda and Dylan, because in this episode... All right, and is okay, okay. Brenda sorry, I was virginity. like, wait, isn't one of them the? Are they siblings? But okay, no, I got it. Yeah, no, that's Brandon. Yeah, see, this is close. close. Yeah, but anyways, that's just the whole like rigmarole of the show. Now, in a, in a in most senses, I feel like this is a great idea for a podcast, and especially mm-hmm. having you know two of the main characters on it, and even like. Tori Spelling mentioning how like she was basically just put on the show because her dad was a uh, the head of the production company. Like her dad made shows like The Love Boat and fucking I don't know TJ Hooker or whatever some some old, bunch of old shows and basically was just like forced to be cast on the show. And there was a running thing where her character was a virgin like up until the very end, and it was clearly because her dad's like, nope, my daughter's a virgin. She's a virgin, and I'll not hear anything of it. Um. But unfortunately, and I don't know, we haven't really discussed what we thought about this podcast, but I feel like unfortunately, these hosts add nothing. And I was really like, not even like with the other shows, I feel like, you know, with Office Ladies or even with uh, Welcome to the OC Bitches, at least you'd have one host that kind of adds nothing and then another one's picking up the slack. Yeah. But I don't feel like that happens here. And I what thought about maybe the super Jenny... fan. Do you think the super fan is picking up the slack? No, she drops the ball at every mm-hmm. at, at every corner as well. Oh dear. But that's just me. And maybe because it's early, although it's not that early. This is twenty one episodes into the first season. Mm-hmm. Um so I can't imagine the show's changed too much, but I don't know, maybe. But I feel like it's very surface, like not even I, I like I appreciate the fact they're they start out talk doing an episode recap, but more like reacting like fans which is fine but even then it's kind of like eh, i didn't like that no i like that yeah that was pretty good no i didn't like that and then it's just, i don't know what, what do you think well so the as you said at the start they do their 90210 omgs omg moments uh that kind of you know are big moments from the episode and then yeah they do some discussion i think the bar has hit the fucking floor uh, where I'm concerned. So I was just like happy that they knew about the show, which is not really where we should be at. But there's been a surprising amount of these where people are like, "Huh, I don't know. Didn't didn't really watch it. Never really cared about it. Here I am doing a podcast about it. (laughs) Um, So, and they do have that aspect. They have the, they have the fake doctors, real friends, not to that level, but they have the aspect of like, hey, we were friends on camera True. or off, yep. off camera, you know, and 
for good or bad, that's what people want when they come to something like this. Like they talk about uh, the shot at the end, you know, this is this big dance and all the characters are fighting and then they become friends again at the end and they're dancing and, and they're talking about like the emotions they felt while that was happening, which is something that is so often so far removed, like from these podcasts because and it and it should be because it's like so long ago this came out in 1990 uh but they're talking about the feeling of being there and i'm not saying that that's necessarily even like a good thing but it, uh, it or it, that it is should be the main ingredient but i could see how that adds more uh to it beyond a lot of the shows we've been listening to with that said i i don't think anything you said was incorrect necessarily yeah, no, I do agree with that. I, I was thinking a little bit about fake doctors, real friends. Like, again, I mean, I think we've talked about as we're discussing these episodes, we want these people on the shows we like to be real friends. And so it is nice when it does, it does seem like they're genuinely friends or friendly or whatever. Um, and that is like, there's a nice back and forth there. And maybe it's just, it all comes crashing down when they bring the creator on. Um, I mean, number one, fucking audio issues up the ass, which since this is a podcast about podcasting, I can relate. So at least I get it. Like sometimes that shit just happens. Clearly they're on a Zoom and they're like, sometimes it's clipping or cutting and it's like, eh, you don't want to interrupt the guy because he's in the middle of an answer, but also like, fuck, I can't really understand what he's saying. There's loud, like, I don't know if it's construction or if he's in the middle of some sort of sci-fi computer or something these noises in the background as he's trying to talk like there's this like Ooh. i mean i don't did you not pick up on this as he's talking uh i i mean yeah no i picked up on the okay. cutting out etc i mean and it was just not great but then maybe i was more forgiving because last episode on the oc that our last episode about the oc they had the creator True. on as well and they had they had audio issues throughout but there they were kind of isolated i felt like it was uh yeah i think they the on the oc podcast uh they kind of had a sense of like here's our friend who's the creator of the show popping in and it's like yeah yeah, there'll be slightly worse audio because you know he's dialing in from the set but he's given us a little bit of time to give his insights on this episode and here it felt more like they they were having a celebrity on like it was a real get for them to have the creator uh on which you know isn't wrong in itself but it felt like they couldn't be as casual in that conversation and obviously couldn't make demands as far as go and record this with an actual microphone and not just yeah, your yeah. laptop so i i guess i get it from from that perspective i did appreciate how you re- referenced this as well but to tori spelling being surprisingly forthright about feelings uh feeling that like she, she's like, I still feel like I need to impress him because yeah, I yeah. was like a nepo baby and was cast <laughs> into this. So I still want to like prove my worth. That's so weird that I still feel that after all this time. Um, so you know, most people would not say that on the podcast right after they talk to the creator. So I did enjoy True. that. But you said it all came crashing down. Do you think that's the case beyond the audio issues as well? You were talking about well, yeah, yeah, not just thereof. yeah, not just that wasn't even the worst part because again, yeah, I could look past that. They mostly talk about sex in the city. They bring the creator of their show on to discuss, you know, 90210 on their 90210 rewatch podcast. And I get it. The guy created Sex in the City and he created Emily in Paris, which is a more recent hit. So I I don't think those shouldn't come up. But they're like, you know, which characters are we? (laughs) Hey, 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 uh, 
which Sex and the City characters do you think we are? Um, and well, what was that like? Did you go to Paris? Did you do like? I don't know. I was expecting a little bit more of like yeah. I, they did talk about how the show came about. Um, for some reason, I expected maybe if they were going to bring up if Degrassi was like an influence. I mean, I guess I get why they didn't. It kind of came about as like <clears throat> not even like it was a scripty ad. It was. I mean, I guess this is how most things happen. Some production companies like, hey, we need a teenage show. Uh, hey, you're a writer. What are you? What are you writing about? And he kind of just took it and wrote a movie. So I, I get it. You don't have to like, you know, uh, dramatize the story more than what really happened. But I just feel like there's a lot of opportunities to get into things, and we didn't get into them. And in a weird way, then after the guys off the line, they're like, I really wanted to ask this, and it's like, oh my god, I was thinking I wanted to ask this, and I'm like. Those would have been fucking good questions. <laughs> I wish you asked them. I understand that. Yeah, I guess like what they're saying is there's still an element of like, oh, my God, he's the boss. But then again, I know, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 902 MG. He's the boss. But also uh, ask those fucking questions because I, I, I did a cursory search. So, I mean, I, I didn't dig too deep in this, but I don't think he's been on the show since, even though he's like, good. yeah, come to Paris. Yeah, we're going to do this again. Of course, we're not going to do this again. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there were some insights as someone who knows absolutely nothing. I could say, you know, it was originally supposed to be called Beverly Hills High School or whatever. And I think it was his input that like, no, we're going to go beyond high school. You guys just don't get it, know it yet. Like having this idea of how the show was going to be not just a high school show. It was going to be about these characters and how they developed throughout a decade as it ended up being. Um, and some insights on like yeah they they finished up the first season and then as you said they had the the second season start during the summer and that's part of why the popularity picked up because uh because ratings and no one else was broadcasting <laughs> uh, a show like it during the summer so they kind of people just watched it and then got hooked uh and also him getting shipped off to hawaii with like the oh yeah the like writer producer, producer or whatever or with, or something, yeah. which honestly sounded like yeah I was like, this is not a healthy work <laughs> yeah. environment. Even well, though you're in Hawaii, it's like, yeah, no, this guy's going on his family vacation, but you're going to go with him and you're going to work throughout the family vacation to to write these scripts because we need them to uh, get out. I guess he's just a busy man, Jim. I guess that's why yeah. he hasn't been on the show yet. He's still writing scripts off in Hawaii. Well, also, they kind of mention it a little bit, but I wish they got into it more. Is like, this is like the dawn of the Fox network at the time. Like they even they kind of mentioned like well there was nothing to play anyways so if we made a long episode we played a long episode I mean I think they had the Simpsons at this point and they had like Married with Children was like one of their first big ones but yeah I mean I was young again I was like nine or something so like I kind of vaguely remember this like I mean I remember watching the Simpsons when it first started and like as a kid I watched like Married with Children but it's it's interesting to hear about like you know, being around at the birth of one of the major networks, like, you know, how does that entail? Is it such an easy green light? Is that why the show just kept, like, they kept, they, they mentioned I was, like, staggered, you know, we'll give them eight episodes, then we'll give them another four or whatever it is, and they kind of kept almost getting canceled, but maybe just because the network didn't have anything else, is like, well, I guess just keep making it, whatever. But it also is one of those shows like the simpsons that did build this network um so yeah i don't know there's just i not that i feel like they have to get into all of that but you know i, I 
even not getting into that, they didn't really get into a lot. And maybe yeah. I'm being harsh, but I just feel like this is a great opportunity to, you know, I, I don't think I'm the only person that'd be like, oh, I wonder if this podcast is any good. What what should I start? I'm not maybe I'm not going to start with the first episode, but oh, who they have they have Darren Starr in this episode. I'll listen to this one. You know, yeah. I mean, I would say their interview technique was not uh, at its best, but that's probably not the basis on which they started the show. Um, yeah, fair enough. But no, I mean, I'm not saying that gotten... as as a defense for why oh, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be good, but just like. Yeah, like they probably this is not their skill set. <laughs> and I mean, maybe they've gotten better because now they do more one on one episodes that are like separate as interviews. So maybe. I think, I think as we said, like <clears throat> stepping away from the creator being on it, you, you said there was, it was a lot of stuff in it was kind of surface level. But I think it's also, it, they were talking about, you know, the, the, the fashion, the dresses, things like that. Mm. I just think that maybe the dynamic that they have it's not bad but it's not as funny or as interesting as the dynamic between donald Faison and, and zach braff you know like yeah. it's they have a good dynamic it's just not i don't think they i don't know i mean there's a there's a a, a schism between the people who go off and study film and television and then they spend hours talking about them into microphones and make podcasts reviewing them and then there's the actors who were on the shows and we've talked about it before how having you know uh, someone in production or writing or something even editing stuff like that it brings totally different insights mm, and yeah it is kind of a f a potential failing of a lot of these actor-led shows that they're always going to come at it from their experience and they're going to talk about you know the in this case they're talking about behind the scenes they were all like well not they, i guess they weren't teens but they yeah. were all young and they were all like it, it's going to be more a reflection of that time in their life and then kind of re reviewing the show as they go rather than getting into really like critical analysis of like this this is a turning point for xyz uh and more like reacting it's like kind of a reaction to to the episode rather than an analysis yeah, no, I guess that's fair. It's just kind of like, I guess it's kind of the question, I, forget, I think maybe we asked in the last one, it's like, <clears throat> I mean, I guess I know the answer, but it's like, why are you doing this? And I guess, I, <laughs> mm, I mean, I know. That is a good question, Jim, good question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Um, although, I mean, I did like hearing, uh, let's see, what, what was it? Well, I liked how he mentioned in passing, like, uh, the going back to the creator again, he's like, you know, I saw 90210 was on Hulu. And so I just like randomly pulled up a couple episodes because I always wonder that about, yeah, you know, not necessarily actors. I mean, I, a lot of actors famously say, like, I can't watch my stuff or whatever. I don't know how true that is. I don't know if that's just something you say. Um, but from like a writer, producer, whatever standpoint, I think it's interesting where he's like, oh, you know what? Let's check in on this thing I did, you know, 30 years ago. You know what? It's better than I thought. <laughs> I'm I'm picking up what I'm putting down here. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that with uh, 90210 because I didn't create uh, a, a massively successful television show. But I do that with yeah. old music and YouTube videos and things like that. And often you get like, uh, oh, you know what? It's not that not too shabby. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also I guess the other thing is like they mention it early in the discussion that you know one of the big things in this episode is that. Brenda loses her virginity to Dylan. And yeah. so I, I thought maybe we we're going to get some insight into like, 
was there pushback you know did, was the network pushing back on this did this end up being like were there requirements as far as how they could portray this was this like a breakthrough thing or not but then it, i mean they almost mentioned like they're going to ask them and then they don't um and uh let me see. oh the oh they also bring up how like tori spelling recommended some of the actors and i thought they were gonna, i was like oh well, who yeah. And I, they, it comes up twice, and they just kind of gloss over it. Um, but I, I don't know. Those are things where I'm like, there's potential here. Like, there's some interesting stuff to get into. Uh, I'm just surprised that you're not really getting into it because you want to talk about, like, sex in the city or whatever. It's almost like maybe you should do, maybe you should be like us where we decided to go off the rails and do a podcast about other television podcasts be the stars from 90210 rewatching Sex in the City and discussing Sex in the City. Be trailblazers like your boy Jim's, you know, your boys Jim and Jacob. <laughs> your boys Jim's and Jacob's. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that would be absolutely bonkers, and I would appreciate that. I actually would like if any of these actors <laughs> reviewed a different yeah. show than their own show and kind of instead just use their clout minimal or large as it might be to just do interviews with people who related to that show or whatever dude, just it would kind be of for a change of pace it would be revolutionary dude it would be even better though if they just brought on other actors from 90210 to just discuss <laughs> sex in the city that's what you do like donald Faison and zach braff bring on the cast of scrubs yeah talk about game of thrones you know what i mean now, you know what <laughs> you know what jim this is feels like season two of our show if only we were donald uh, uh i was yeah if we were the two of them uh yeah. Faison and zach braff that is an excellent show i would listen to that uh like That'd be the so cast great. of community reviews uh parks and recreation yeah <laughs> some nonsense yeah, you you never bring someone on from the show you're discussing, only from the show you were on. Never even acknowledge that <laughs> there's any connection. <laughs> and maybe like talk shit uh about uh different networks, etc. Mm -hmm. and like kind of hint that you're being paid to talk shit or to to raise interest for this other show. I don't know. There's a lot of interesting <laughs> stuff you could do that is not this show. But mm -hmm. I have to say, yeah, I didn't find this so bad, but I think a lot I mean, of it it's is not yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we we've just been through the fires. Like we've yeah. just we've walked through a burning building and I've come out with all my clothes burned off and yet my skin is unblemished and here I am and there's two ladies with very blonde hair, which is the cover art by the way. Um yeah. and they are talking to me about some teen show and I obviously don't care about the teen show. And I think that's why I'm like, I can't really judge it. Or I I can, obviously, that's what we're doing. But uh, I don't care about the show. But as I was listening, I was like, you know, I could see caring about what they're talking about if I cared about the show. And I also had a notion that I was like, I wouldn't put it past myself to just randomly put on other episodes of 90210. I get why people would have this as a as a kind of comfort show or nostalgia thing, because yeah. it is very much the vibe of, yeah, an 80s or 90s teen drama movie and it's it is there's a lot of interesting discussions that could be had i can only assume and hope that they get into in other episodes because you know what i thought as i was watching the, the show i was like oh this is like buffy without the supernatural elements mm, which is yeah, so well, dumb I, because it's very obvious that buffy is built from this like this is the inspiration right this is like yeah. what if we had this and had the supernatural elements and i was like 
you know what? I respect all of this more just as a piece of culture and how it's affected things around it with that in mind. Well, that that ties into a question I was going to ask you. Did you recognize Sunnydale High School? Oh my God, no, I didn't. <laughs> they, yeah, West Beverly, they film at the same high school. Like if you look at it, it's like Torrance High or something like that. But uh, like if you really pay attention to just like the courtyard and even like the front of the school, the way the door is and everything, like it's Sunnydale High. They film at the same place. That's great. I'm pulling up the episode now just for a quick breeze through. But it is funny that obviously it was the story structure and teen drama that made me go, oh, this reminds me of Buffy. But it could subliminally yeah. also have been like they're literally in Sunnydale. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Um, and I mean, they kind of hinted other stuff. And I don't know, maybe they cover to be fair to them. Maybe they covered this in earlier episodes because they mentioned like um, Brandon and Kelly's chemistry, but they also mentioned like, well, that was Jason and Jenny. Like, because they they talk about, because Jason Priestley plays Brandon Walsh and Jenny Garth, one of the hosts of the show, play, plays Kelly. And they're talking about how they're doing their prom pictures at the house and he's kind of like handsy with her and like hugging her and stuff. So I don't know, like, does that, did they have, I assume maybe they had a real life relationship or something like that. I mean, not that they have to get into the goss like that, but you'd think a show like this, you're getting into the goss. And mm -hmm. to be fair, I mean, maybe it's come up in the past. I'm not sure. Um, I feel like it was, it came up at some point when I was like Googling the show or whatever that indeed there had been a relationship, but what, what do I know? Yeah, I'm no, skimming I'm sure. through. I'm like, yeah, I know that archway. I've seen a lot of vamps get dusted right oh, there yeah, so totally yeah right but because it I took also... me a second when i was re-watching the episode i was like wait a minute I, I was like i think i knew this before and i had to google it real quick just to verify yeah and i really see the nostalgia in uh, aspect of like just having this like this is the archetypical high school that <clears throat> is kind of when we when we're talking about i don't know when we're like it's it's like not necessarily the establishment of all of these tropes, but it is translating all of these movie tropes that came to prominence in the eighties into a television format. And um, we have like, you know, the radio guy at the school who yeah. uh, talks over the PA system, you know, the character we identify with, you have a lot of cool dancing <laughs> or really nerdy dancing. A lot of people eaten face they talk a lot about kissing on the podcast and how much they were eating each other's faces and getting the makeup everywhere uh i don't know and then there's also like because i was adopted like you know, yes like, like it, but it's not bad necessarily uh i don't know i i enjoyed it um what kind of, yeah like that's just a, a show yeah yeah I, and when i was watching the because we uh, this time i did watch the episode before i heard the podcast and i remember thinking i was like this can't be the first time this adoption thing comes up. There must have been a seed for this earlier in this season. And then even on 90210OMG, they're like, yeah, no, this never was. This just, this is how it, it comes nowhere, up. Huh? It just comes out of nowhere, <laughs> which is hilarious. It's like such classic, classic like teen melodrama where, you know, Steve's being a jerk and it's, and he's getting drunk because Number one, no one remembered his birthday, which is bad enough. But also, it's because his birthday reminds him that he's goddamn adopted. And Kelly, yeah, that knew. was kind of some of the <clears throat> sort of thin-ish uh, comments, but but still interesting from the creator was along the lines of like what they were talking about one episode where like the whole script was scrapped and they had to write a new one in a weekend. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we watched that one, not the best. Is like, did it feel like it was written during a weekend? <laughs> because that was why, <laughs> like a real 
like this was a production line this is like 20 yeah. 22 episodes uh coming out and then they immediately start making the next season right after they finish this one like it's a it's a real uh yeah production line uh they also talk about stuff like uh tori spelling i think has not had a big role like this is one of her maybe bigger parts in an episode like because she's not she obviously uh becomes more of a character i guess throughout but her main thing in this is how she's wearing a big red dress and can't sit down and they talk about or she talks about how she was so happy to get to do something like comedy and show her chops and whatever meanwhile they cut to it like eight times during the night which is (laughs) kind of goes uh around and becomes almost funny again because it's it's like it's it's a funny goof the first two times but they just keep cutting to her trying to sit down in the same chair as events are unfolding throughout the night <laughs> implying that she's literally just standing there trying to sit down um which i was like what the fuck are they doing this is dumb as fuck and then i was like you know what it's uh it's more um uh, I don't know, more uh, in compelling knowing that that was her being like, I'm going to have my big comedy break yeah, here's <laughs> in this my, episode. My big episode moment. I'm wearing the big dress, <laughs> the comically big dress. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, it is like, and, and this is probably nostalgia as well, because even watching it, I was like, they kind of talked about it as well, but I was a little impressed with like the look of the show. Not that it looks super professional or anything, but I don't know. Like, it looks like it's on film. Um, it just kind of had a more, I don't know, it just had more texture to it for whatever reason. And again, it's probably like nostalgia kicking in um, from like old, like early 90s. And it, yeah. and it like reminded me like more so when we watched Hey Dude, how that looked like amateur as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and I think we, you know, yeah, we're dangerously close to just talking about the show now. So I'm going to pull yeah, us yeah. back into the discussion we don't want to have. So if we're going through our usual criteria on, you know, inside stories, as we've discussed, we were kind of hoping for a little bit more. What's there isn't necessarily bad, but especially having the creator on, like, getting a bit more out of it. But not necessarily terrible either compared to some of the other ones we've discussed. Yeah, yeah. So they have, yeah, the decent... um yeah, proximity uh, to the main stars. Um, let me this see. Is well, another... I was I was looking at their merch. Well, number one, actually, they're doing some sort of rap party, but they're also kind of saying we don't know what it is yet. Like at the on this episode, anyways. At the time, yeah, they're they advertising selling, an event. They were selling virtual tickets to some sort of rap party. I guess it's what, probably like a Zoom hang or a chat or something. Which mm. I get. I mean, I guess that's original. I haven't heard any of the other shows we listen to do a similar thing yeah and they're like doing the doing the rap party at the end of the first season uh kind of cutting back in so i don't know if that ties in with business acumen or what it should be said it's another iheart radio production right i believe yeah. that's where we're yeah where they we're do at. have they have merch it's not that impressive I haven't. Uh, I can't find it because iHeart just has their directory. Like they, they I, I found, found it found on a... their their Instagram has a link tree. Okay, and they have a I choose me merch, which is just a broken link. It goes nowhere. Hmm. Okay, I see some sweaters. Uh, nine. Okay, because I think yeah. the I choose me was it turned into Dylan and Brandon vying for Kelly. But she chose mm. herself. She didn't choose either of them. Well, um, 
But yeah, they just have Dylan, uh, Donna and Kelly forever shirts. 9021 ho ho ho. Yeah, I'm seeing them now too. I'm here on the actual thing sweaters. Yeah, not great merch. Uh, if you want to spend $55 on a, a fleece that says 9021 ho 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 and it has their images from the cover, but they have Santa hats on it. They have that. They they kind of have you sorted as far as that. So so that's not too bad. Um, but yeah, as far as web design and graphics, what do we think of this cover image anyway? Because it's uh, it's got their faces on it, which is mandatory for these types of uh, podcasts. So there's that. Mm, I think yeah. the name is good. I think we should do more reviews of names actually i feel like it's something we should add to the list that we you know we discuss sometimes but don't really get into detail but i think 9021 omg is actually a good name for this podcast yeah decent name i mean the the art's not great but it's not terrible by any means it's it gets the point across you got some palm trees there you got their faces what else do you need i think that's um we could end this episode right there because i think that's the gist of our whole review is like yeah they're doing it what else do you need you know it's a very, it, it's almost a less interesting one to discuss than uh a lot of the ones we've actually hated because this one really feels like it's it's middle of the road it's not too bad if you like the show you might like it um you know well i was uh like just searching on the show and something came up about like a critical review of it but it linked mm-hmm. to this Slate article, which is kind of, I guess, our podcast because it's called B-List Stars Love Recapping Their Old Shows. But are Excellent. any of their podcasts good? Oh, my God. And they got right on the heading. They have a picture of Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth. They have Scott Patterson and they have Zach Braff and Donald Faison. So, <laughs> uh, when did, when, when did this come out? We need to sue them. I'm sure they did it way before us. But yeah, this is actually June 2021. Yeah, for nine zero two one omg, do they actually talk about the TV episode? <laughs> one out of ten. Although to us, I feel like we don't think that that's that important. Yeah, um, you need to diversify over time. I mean, it's we just we, what we've said is we don't need there to be a, a pure structured recap, you know. But we do want to hear about the episode for sure, and and like big moments uh, or behind the scenes stuff for sure. Here's where I confess that I leave in the experience of forcing myself to listen to this content-free hour of audio entertainment by taking breaks for another show, Again With Them, which is a Patreon-only podcast featuring actual professional recappers. Um, and it's dedicated to recapping. Oh, my God. There's a recap podcast, the 90210MG. That's on a Patreon? But is it their, is it their Patreon? Let me see. Interesting. This is the rabbit hole we were talking about, man. Oh, my God. Um, Let me see here. Although, I don't know. No, they're recapping. Because on their Patreon, they have 500 Patreons, by the way. Um, They almost reached the end of the journey with 90210, but we don't want to reach the end of our journey with you. That's why we're continuing the podcast with another gem from 90s Fox Melrose Place. Oh, you know what? This must have been a 90210 rewatch, but they got uh, through all the episodes. So they're probably now at this point, they're doing the spin-offs, but they're also doing the 90210 because it's like it's like us with Sopranos. Like, yeah. They're just trying to they're trying to keep the party going. 
So would that be like us starting to review every ep- and recap every episode of Talking Talk. Sopranos? Exactly. But we have a Patreon for it, which actually makes yeah. a lot more sense than what we're currently doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, sorry, is this the Beverly Hills 90210 show on uh, Patreon? Because there's a different one, maybe, that has 30 patrons. Uh, so no, maybe I'm on a different one. This one's called Again With This. Okay. With this. Oh, you know, um, we found a rabbit hole and we're going down. After. Yeah, they say. Anyways, Ariano and Bunting are convinced that Jenny Garth doesn't pre-watch the TV episodes under discussion, is only doing this for money. And that's why there's very little content to this show and pretty <laughs> weird vibes to boot. After listening to this episode of the podcast in which Garth barely seems to be trying to participate in the conversation, I agree. The only interesting question about the content of this t- TV episode is the young teacher, Mr. Suter, who goes on a date with Andrea actually creepy by 2021 standards uh passes in a flash with nobody truly willing to commit to an answer like the, they're way, way harsher this is harsher than we are yeah i was thinking we've lost our edge hearing that like we they, um yeah. yeah they were discussing the season two episode six pass not pass uh do the host avoid hollywood bullshitting seven out of ten this is the show's saving grace no guest star interview and the strange mood between the hosts means very little music Mutual fluffery about past future career success. <laughs> Do stuff 50 and it will be, but I suppose that could happen in any town. Is it cringe free? Full points awarded for no cringe. Two out of 10. Oh. The hosts read a fan question about the actress, uh, uh, about what the actress would like to be if there weren't actresses. What? Oh, okay. If they weren't actresses, okay. What, what profession do they want? Garth says supermarket checkout girl, uh, which I know from again with them is a callback to an earlier podcast conversation about a Hallmark movie Garth started. Ah, uh, the condescension. Then there's the part where they remark on how deep it is when the character Brandon observes, how come nobody in LA is from LA? That's still so relevant, they nod, as I die slowly on the inside, fighting a losing <laughs> battle against my internalized misogyny. Wow. Great. Yeah. I mean, I think we have like, lost our edge and this is why maybe. our numbers are, we haven't released a lot, enough ep- episodes yet, but I'm sure our numbers are dropping by this point in the mm. season because who wants us to, he- who wants to hear us be kind of middle of the road? We're not nice enough that they would like us and have us on their podcast. Yeah. We're not mean enough that we're being like shocking about it anymore. We're trying to offer actual sincere analysis and and. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing they anymore, it, Jim. After that, after I've 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 just yeah. had my mind fucking spun by how soft <laughs> we've gotten. Like, do we just need to start using slurs on this? And then maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't the know. next step. Slate gave uh, 90210 OMG an F plus. They gave fake doctors <laughs> real friends a C minus. Mm. They gave talking sopranos a C minus. Because I'm going to read all of them, obviously. I'm just trying to... They yeah. gave Office Ladies a B plus. Interesting. Um, I'm all in with Scott Patterson. They gave a B plus, A minus. They're wrong. Wow. They're just wrong about that. What are they saying in that review? I'm sorry. That's... Yeah, let's see. Uh, they're discussing season one, episode five, Cinnamon's Wake. Do they actually talk about the episode 10 out of 10? Scott Patterson is committed. okay okay hang on hang (laughs) on i don't know if our next episode can be another show i think we might have to go and listen to i'm all in season one episode five (laughs) yeah or whatever one you just said yeah and then read then we review this review 
Uh, the conceit of the podcast, he's never watched Gilmore Girls despite starring in it, and he really sounds like he's falling in love with the show, as well he should. Patterson comes on Mike with a strong stance on Max Medina, Rory's teacher at Chilton. Uh, while it's a little weird... Uh, and I'm almost wait, and I'm also not quite sure about the gender politics of Patterson's celebration of Rory's sweetness and small town values. Blessings on any podcast host who knows that a strong stance on the material at hand can only help the conversation. What does that, that mean? A strong stance on the material? Just I guess like just that because he has an opinion. He, yeah, he just has an opinion. Apparently, I didn't find that, but yeah, go on. <clears throat> yeah, do the hosts avoid Hollywood bullshitting? <clears throat> Eight out of ten. I could Patterson, read it. Like you yeah, could send me the link and I could read it. <laughs> Patterson is kind to the guest interviewee Ted Rooney, who bemoans the fact that his character Maury wasn't brought on as a regular. Uh Patterson starts going on about everyone on the show mattered and it was all like a family. <clears throat> that doesn't sound this like this is A minus stuff right here. Yeah. Is it cringe free? Eight out of ten. There's a segment at the end where the producers quiz Patterson and one another about the references on Gilmore Girls. Famously a very reference-heavy show. It's not Patterson who doesn't know about the Iran-Contra affair or who the Bengals are. That's a producer is on mic. So the experience of hearing somebody exposed as ignorant of basic cultural facts is a little less excruciating, but still. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe Scott Patterson had more energy in the uh, early episodes. Yeah, but like, wait, we, we were on... Oh, I guess we were on the graduation episode, so... A little yeah. a fair ways into the show yeah maybe we'll have to go back and then we'll review that review again but uh yeah okay an interesting sidetrack i think um mm. i think we still have to rate this though like we still have to place it yes, on okay. the list yeah and that's i mean we could assess more stuff we but like it's an iheart show it's a very standard one and it, honestly like my main takeaway is like i would probably watch more 90210 i probably wouldn't listen to the podcast um so, yeah, I agree. Sorry with about that. that. Um, I guess it's got to go. It's either above Hey Dude or below Hey Dude. Yeah. Uh, so the ratings right now, we have fake doctors, real friends at the start. I guess an A. <laughs> maybe we should clarify. Maybe we should redraw this with some actual. Like, if we say fake doctors, real friends is at the top, but it's a C minus, then I think it puts things in perspective a little bit. I think um, we got to finish out our 10 first, then we could yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, fake doctors, real friends, Avatar, Braving the Elements, Welcome to the OC, Bitches, Office Ladies, Hey Dude, the 90s called, I'm All In with Scott Patterson, uh, Made Women slash Gangster Broadcast. I felt like it was better than Hey Dude, but maybe that's just because the con- like the show is more interesting than going back and watching one random episode of Hey Dude and then hearing them talk mm-hmm. about it. They also have made 150 of these. They're clearly dedicated to putting them out, whereas Hey Dude has like four episodes or something like that. It's hard to say that, yeah, they're doing a better job of it. Um, but if we're just looking at this one episode... I think in a way, I know you think they didn't get too um, too much out of the creator, but I think having that person on and having that be the episode we listen to boosts it all the same for me because there's yeah. just naturally going to be more stuff that I'm interested in. Uh, for me, if we're just judging it based on the episodes we've heard, I would put it above Hey Dude, uh, but yeah, below Office Ladies. I can't fight it. So yeah, we'll put it, we'll put it at a five then at this point. 
All right. It, it's one, another one, another nail in the coffin of... Because uh, I could see it either way. I could see it below or above, It's but it's not enough that I would be like, no way. I think the Hey Dude one, I just... It's just been flushed out of my mind. Like, I remember I'm All In. I remember Made Women and Gangster Broadcast. Actually, I remember yeah. them more than the ones we've rated more positively. But Hey Dude, I have no... I guess one of our more recent ones, but I have no memory of, of any of it. So... I, I I'll probably feel the same about this one. To be honest, won't have any memory of this either. Well, there you have it. That's our review. <laughs> I I got back to the biting bit at the end. There, I will have no memory of this. As soon as we finish this, it will be purged from my banks. <laughs> uh, so there you you you, you coasted somehow. Nine hundred two one zero mg, but you know, good good on you, good on you. Nine hundred two one zero mg. Middle of the road. I mean, it's the bottom half. Uh, yeah. of our list but just just barely in the bottom half so well done um and we w- i will be reading that review in detail and we'll see if we'll have to come back to to any of our previous ones to to reassess or we'll just find the journalist behind that send them our podcast and have them do a scathing review of our podcast to complete the circle <clears throat> absolutely well what did you think? Yeah, I mean, clearly, like you're saying, are people out there listening to these episodes? <laughs> imagine. <laughs> uh, imagine. If you are, uh, well, I, I mean, the the uh, the thing where I was saying people in my imagination, that was for people going and watching the episode that we're discussing and listening to the podcast and then yeah. listening to ours. Now yeah. that, that would take some dedication. If you're one of those people who is imaginary, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and, of course, uh, find all of our other shows. You know, our archive of, since the Shows What You Know, the television podcast is dead, uh, you can find all of that at showswhatyouknow.com. Stuff like Blank Meets Blank, where we we make up the television shows. You know, when you're like, oh, you think you can do it better? Yes, check out Blank Meets Blank on showswhatyouknow.com. And, uh, yeah, for now, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, that about does it. It is what it is. On to the next. Thanks, everybody.